Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Rizzio, and I'm the founder of Soul Language, and I'm really dedicated to sharing my gifts and talents and providing my listeners and communities with tangible tools to embody their divinity and create a life based on freedom. This is Asked and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And today I'm with Dana Ferrant, and we're talking about exploring your shadow to create ease in your business. Welcome. Woo, I am so excited to be with you here, Jennifer. I'm excited too. And if you guys all hear the squeaking, that is Roxy making her voice be known today. <laughs> um, so I really want, uh, I love when I ask this first question of people because it really gives people insight of who you are internally. So the first question is, what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Mm. I, you know, I think the common themes that have come up for me, one is uh, that truth telling is vital to my soul, that I need to speak my truth. And I really need to speak up when I, I notice that other people are not telling the truth because my, my bullshit meter is like off the root, off the scale. Yep. And yeah, so, you know, when things are incongruent, then I need to talk about it so that I acknowledge what I know. Yeah. And, the, and in with that, I think the other big theme is um, authentic empowerment. So having grown up in a cult, I'm a really big one for this is why the truth comes in. And it's why, you know, people, I feel people need to be authentically empowered, that they're the source not something outside, not some guru, not some expert. And those are probably the two big themes for me. Yeah. I too have that meter. And, you know, so often I'll go, uh, remember psychic? I know <laughs> like, yes. what do you do it? Like, it just cracks me up. Like, do you, do you not, do you not know that? Um, so I want to talk about what you mean by shadow. So Let's start with that definition. So how are you defining the word shadow here? Mm, I, I love the, the shadow. So shadow to me can be defined in what are the darker aspects of yourself? What are those pieces that you want to resist? You want to pretend are not there. So for instance, you know, we all have a shadowy side in, um, you know, somebody cuts us off in traffic and we have that initial reaction of, you know, middle finger goes up and, um, and we want to say some choice words. And that is a shadow aspect of ourselves because at the same time, we want to judge that as being good or bad. And it's all the things that we want to label as bad is falls in the shadow. Now, I don't actually think that there's any such thing as, you know, a shadow or a light side, but I define it in those ways because it's, it's looking at the aspects of us that we tend to shove in the closet and not want to look at that are keeping us from moving forward because we actually need all of us. We need to accept all of ourselves in order to have the full expression of where we're going and who we are. Yeah, a song, if you've ever heard a song, which is high note or low notes, uh, it sounds like crap, everyone. You need all of those notes in between. And I think so often that non-acceptance, that denying um, and that spiritual bypass really is mm. creating more struggle and more resistance within us. How do you expect to, you know, be soulful and, you know, be in the consciousness of love for others if you are denying all these parts to of yourself? So the obvious question is, is how do we start to accept that shadow and 
from there, what do we get to understand what truly gets to be transformed or what, or what we just get to accept about ourselves? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so juicy. It's like, oh my goodness, we, you know, have we got four hours? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, this could be a big topic, but I think the short version for people to just kind of get is one, what we're looking to do is we're, we're looking to say, okay, what are those aspects of us that we don't want to acknowledge and, you know, bring them out into the light, so to speak. So we're, we're putting them out on the table and saying, okay, here's, here's a piece of me, you know, I like, let me le- use an example. So I have, um, I've struggled for years with a chocolate addiction and um, it has shifted, but when I was, trying to ignore it and trying to hide it and, you know, keeping all of that hidden. And I've got, you know, chocolate stashed everywhere in my house. Um, I don't have the ability to really transform that and have a new relationship with chocolate because I'm constantly feeling shame about it and feeling bad about it and making myself wrong. But the moment that I'm like, okay, this is, this is where it is. I put it out in the open and I give myself permission to indulge and enjoy it and really, you know, be with it, then I have the ability to change that. And suddenly my need, my compulsive need for the chocolate starts to dissipate on its own. And and this is what I do in my work with clients is that I will invite them to look at things that, that they don't want to look at, but I hold space in a way that allows them to say, okay, this is really uncomfortable. And I, and I give my clients permission to, you know, give me the finger, tell mm-hmm. me to F off, right? All of the things like say it and then okay now let's do the work because the freedom that comes is so much faster Um, it's it's like a million times faster than trying to put it in with positivity right you you have to remove what you don't want in order to make space for what you do want um yes we could talk about this subject for not just hours but right years right yes so you know, what I really sensing from the audience listeners, like, okay, that works great when it's something like chocolate. But when it's <laughs> something like that's really damaging our sustainability, where it's something that's, you know, on the norm, society is saying this is really damaging to you and the people around you. How do you bring that into the light uh, in, in a new way that allows a deeper acceptance so then it can be transformed because those things can be even beyond scary of the hidden addiction of chocolate. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I've looked at um, some pretty dark shadows of my own, you know, going into past lives and looking at um, times in which I was a very horrible sadist um, and doing some really horrible things. That was a really ugly one. So there's the other extreme for everyone to say, you know what, the process still works. It's um, it's a lot easier when you have somebody to be able to hold space and really anchor in that. It's like, you know what, you're still a good person. Now let's, let's look at this. Let's talk about what did you do? Name it, claim it, right? That kind of thing. But then I also work a lot in the energy tools so that what I invite people to do a lot of times is I'll have them say a statement like, you know, I'm okay with, and then we fill in the blank. So in my case, it was, you know, I'm okay with the fact that I was once a sadist. And 
you know, I can say that with, with ease now, but when I first, it was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't let anybody know that that was something, even in my past life, like that's horrible, right? We have all the judgments, but in this process of saying it and then, you know, using the energy to release that charge, that emotion on it, you start to move yourself towards what we call acceptance or neutrality about it. And when you have acceptance about things, now you have more possibilities, more options, right? So if we're spending um, a certain amount of energy kind of trying to keep something hidden, then that energy could be used for who knows what else, but right. you're, you're, you're using that up to your own detriment, but taking a moment to, you know, to face it, it's scary at first, but it gets, it gets so much easier. Yeah, everyone. So if you want a a real tangible example about how this works, take a hundred pennies and that thing that you're trying to desperately keep at bay when you think about it or feel about it, put a penny in a, in a little cup. And at the end of the day, see how many pennies you have left over. That's the amount of energy that you can use towards your dream. And it becomes a really tangible example about how you're utilizing your energy. So (laughs) thank you. So what is then the question that you've been asking your soul lately? Hmm. You know, I think for me, um, right now, I'm actually doing a deepening of my Uh, connection with the universe, really getting the information, but for me. So I'm really good at getting the messages and channeling for everybody else. And um, because of my background, because of how I grew up, I had a real programming that it wasn't okay for me to get the messages for me. So that's, that's where I'm diving in. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, there's so many different degrees of that, but I see that so much with master healers, you know, and highly Mm. intuitive people that are so used to wait, wait, let me be of service. And they forget that they're part of that service agreement. um, Because then you're being an undercover healer, and that creates codependence and (laughs) all of those weird, freaky things that, you know, aren't really supportive. Yeah. So how is looking at that shadow? How is it going to impact a person's life and business? Oh, well, you know, like the the penny example, which is fantastic. Um, You're redirecting that energy. Uh, It it frees up. I really see it freeing up a lot of people with the imposter syndrome that people talk about, you know, that that constant self-doubt. And when you're not doubting yourself, then it's so much easier to hear that intuitive nudge, you know, whether you call it from the universe or spirit or just your gut, you can actually hear what's coming through because you don't have all this chatter in the background. I, I think of it as like, you know, white noise that's constantly playing and it's just, you know, slightly irritating in the background. But when you finally turn that off, then you can hear everything else so much clearer. Yeah. How can someone have uh, some realization or some awareness that they're spending a lot of time um, dodging the shadows instead of looking at them. Mm. Okay. So my big ones for symptoms are, um, do you have recurring health issues that are coming up? So for women, um, really common is recurring yeast infections, bladder infections, on the low scale, um, you know, if it's really bad, then we start moving into things that become quite a bit bigger, like cancer or um, 
the autoimmune diseases because it's, you know, you putting this back into your body. Things like fibromyalgia are a classic symptom of not looking at and not embracing who you are, which is, you know, not embracing that shadow work. So health is a really big one for me. I would say your money flows is your other one that's a really good barometer of how comfortable are you with yourself? Because money is just a matter of, you know, receiving, it's being willing to be open to receiving. And, you know, how much money is coming in gives you a barometer test of how, you know, how open are you on that scale? So, you know, it's not to make it wrong because you look at the bank account sale, there's not enough money in there. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. I need to dig in here a little bit deeper, get that, you know, that space opened up so that I'm willing to receive more. Yeah. You know, you guys also get to remember that, you know, all of this judgment, all of this non-acceptance is being conditional. And when you're conditional, you're being with yourself. You're definitely being conditional with the universe, tree, Bob, God, cupcake, Mm. whatever you want to call that, right? (laughs) Cupcake. (laughs) Had a client call a cupcake. Right. Right. So, you know, it's really allowing yourself this new way of receiving information. So, you know, if you're holding on to un- any unfinished business, that's what shame is all about. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect time to kind of investigate that. How can people get more of your goodness? So I have the fortune of being the only Dana Ferrand in the world. And Ferrand I love that. Is- Right? Isn't that great? So P H A R A N T. It's great. Anytime anything comes out, I can always get my name as the as the handle. So, so if you just Google me um, or whatever search engine you use, that's that's the easiest way. Um, there's loads of content available on multiple sources, and I welcome you to connect with me on LinkedIn. Beautiful. I'm the only Jennifer Rizzio out there too. Woo-woo. <laughs> not the only Jennifer, but the only one with my last name. Um, so my last question for you is if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Uh, stop being so damn hard on yourself. <laughs> love it. I yep. love it. Um, I think that's key. I think so often we are so demanding on ourselves. And yes. We would never be that way for others. So it's a little crazy. Let's give out that website address one more time. So DanaFerrant.com. Um, and then there's also, if you go to BadassIntuition.com, you can grab a, a copy of the book Badass Intuition. Beautiful. Well, I want to thank you so much for being a part of today in our conversation and helping yourself and others come out of the shadows. Uh, always a pleasure, Jennifer. The, everyone, you've been listening to Asked and Answered by Soul. And if you like this episode, don't forget to review it, rate it, pass it on to a friend, make a comment. Um, you can feel free to reach out also to me directly and to all of my amazing guests because there's a lot of wisdom. So thank you. And don't forget, you are your soul. So everyone, bye for now. 
Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Acid. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's my name is Prince Daniels Jr. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid.